Hello everybody, it's attorney Susan Ingalls. I am at Ingalls Angle and coming to you on Anchor.fm. It's Think Like a Lawyer Thursday. You come in here with a skull full of mush and you leave thinking like a lawyer. Hey, today I want to talk about the IRS uh, Dirty Dozen Tax Scam list for 2019. It just uh, came out, uh, it's been wrapped up, and it highlights um, quite a wide variety of schemes that, that actually taxpayers are going to run into at just about any time during the year, but they certainly can peak during the tax uh, filing season. It runs from anything from simple refund inflation scams to complex tax shelter deals. So some of them may apply to you and some not. But uh, let's start with the first one, and that is phishing, P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. Most of you are familiar with that. So um, they warn taxpayers to be alert to potential fake emails or websites that are trying to steal your personal information. They want you to know they will never initiate contact with you by email about a bill or a tax refund. So don't click on an email that purports to be from the IRS. Next is phone scams. Phone calls from criminals that are impersonating IRS agents continue to be an ongoing threat for taxpayers and we continue to see quite a bit of that <clears throat> threatening uh, taxpayers with police arrest, deportation, license revocation, and so on. Uh, next is identity theft. Continue to be alert to tactics that are aimed at stealing your identity, not just during tax filing season, but all year long. Um, the IRS is working hard to um, fight uh, identity theft with uh, many of its partners, in particular in conjunction with the Security Summit Partnership of State Tax Agencies and others in the tax industry. They're aggressively pursuing criminals that file fraudulent returns using someone else's Social Security number. Okay, next, return preparer fraud. Um, be on the lookout for some of these return preparers, tax return preparers, um, who can be quite unscrupulous. Most tax professionals hopefully provide honest and high-quality service, but there are some who are dishonest, and they operate each filing season to scam clients, perpetuate refund fraud, identity theft, and uh, other such schemes. Next is inflated refund claims. Um, You should take note of anyone who is promising an inflated tax refund. Um, Usually they ask you to sign a blank return and they promise a big refund before even looking at any of your records. So um, watch out for flyers, phony storefronts, or even um, uh, word of mouth. Next is falsifying income to claim credits. 
Now, this is where a con artist may convince you to invest income in to erroneously, basically, qualify for a tax credit, such as the Earned Income Tax Credit, or the EITC, and we do see a lot of that. To claim the EITC, you do have to have a dependent, at least one dependent. And so be sure and be accurate about that and make sure that this really is a dependent that is living with you and dependent on you. Otherwise, you can end up facing a large bill of back taxes, interest, and penalties. Next, falsely padding deductions on returns. That can be very tempting, falsely inflating your deductions or your expenses so that you have to pay less than what you really owe or potentially receive a larger refund. But the IRS warns, think twice before overstating your deductions, uh, especially such as charitable contributions and business expenses, or uh, again, improperly claiming credits. Next is fake charities. There are groups that masquerade as charitable organizations and they'll solicit donations <clears throat> from you. You wanna be, uh, be wary of such charities and usually they're going to have names that are familiar or similar to a nationally known organization or even sometimes a local uh, organization that you're familiar with. So just take a few minutes to make sure that when you're giving money to charity that it's going to a legitimate charity. Um, there are tools that the IRS has at irs.gov, and our own Secretary of State here in South Carolina um, has similar information on their website, scsos.com. Okay, next, excessive claims for business credits. Um, there's some things like uh, improperly claiming the fuel tax credit um, that's not generally going to be available to most of us as taxpayers. That's usually limited to off-highway business use, uh, including use in farming. Another one is a research credit. Um, if you are claiming to be involved in or participating in a qualified research activity, there are um, requirements that you have to satisfy to make sure that it qualifies for a deduction. There's offshore tax avoidance. Um, people involved in offshore tax avoidance are best served <clears throat> by uh, coming into the IRS voluntarily and getting caught up on their tax filing responsibilities if they've been trying to hide money in offshore accounts. Next, uh, frivolous tax arguments. Now, you know, that's, of course, using an argument to avoid paying tax. Um, when someone is promoting a frivolous scheme to encourage you to make an unreasonable or even you know, sometimes outlandish claim, about the legality of paying taxes altogether, despite being repeatedly thrown out in court. Um, you don't want to do that. The, the penalty for filing a 
frivolous tax return is $5,000. Okay, final uh, number 12 of the Dirty Dozen is abusive tax shelters. This can be trusts, syndicated conser- conservation easements, uh, and those sorts of things used to avoid paying taxes. Um, the IRS is committed to stopping complex tax avoidance schemes and the people who create them and sell them to you. When in doubt, you should seek an independent opinion regarding any kind of complex product that you're being offered. All right, that's the Dirty Dozen from the IRS for 2019. This has been Attorney Susan Ingalls. I'm at Ingalls Angle, and it's Think Like a Lawyer Thursday. You come in here with a skull full of mush, and you leave thinking like a lawyer.